Good day, everybody, and welcome to the premiere of a brand new segment on Manufacturing Talk Radio. I'm Cliff Waldman. I wish everybody a happy new year. I hope everybody's new year is off to a good start. As many of you know, I am the host of Manufacturing Matters with Cliff Waldman. That show is gearing up for a great year. We are preparing to welcome guests who are going to talk to us about artificial intelligence, lean manufacturing, climate change, and that's only the early part of the year for Manufacturing Matters. But I haven't been invited to do this second segment on Manufacturing Talk Radio, and we're calling this segment Cliff Notes on the Global Manufacturing Picture. Many of you express an interest in just being kept up to date on what's going on with the U.S. manufacturing economy. The best way to do that is to look at the Federal Reserve's mid-month, and usually any released anywhere between the 15th and the 17th of the month, report on industrial production. Industrial production is manufacturing production, utilities, and mining. Manufacturing production, overwhelmingly the largest part of that. And this Federal Reserve report is a treasure trove of detailed growth data segmented by industries, types of goods. For those of you who are supply chain planners, this is a million dollars worth of consulting that you can get for free just by downloading it from the Federal Reserve's website when it comes out. So every month on this new Cliff Notes segment, I'm going to review the latest Federal Reserve industrial production data. Then we'll, then we'll have to put it into a global context. Global is what matters more than ever for U.S. manufacturing performance. And we'll look ahead just slightly. What are the questions we're left at? What, what might be the forecast for all of this? And then we'll pick it up next month. So again, manufacturing matters gearing up for a lot of interesting discussion with top-level experts. This new show once a month to give you some perspective on what's going on with U.S. manufacturing growth. And what a time to start this. Manufacturing has had a difficult year. And really, it's had a difficult 10 years, folks. After the deep and destabilizing financial crisis, manufacturing has had a rough ride back. In fact, Amazingly, we are st- we have still not fully recovered all of the output that we lost in the financial crisis. We haven't scaled that peak yet, showing you how difficult it's been in the post-crisis era for U.S. manufacturing. Things looked a little better in 2017 and 2018, or at least most of 2018. And then we hit a number of difficult issues. Global growth started to really slow towards the end of 2018. The dollar went higher, and of course, we had a difficult situation with a trade battle 
between the United States and China, the likes of which none of us have ever seen in the modern era. So for much of 2019, U.S. manufacturing was in a recession. We worried about the U.S. economy being in a recession, but the manufacturing sector for sure has been in a downturn. The latest Federal Reserve Industrial Production Report was released on Jan- the 17th of this month, for, and it gave us December data. And the November and the December data show that maybe, just maybe, we're seeing a little bit of a break here, a potential bottom, maybe even some green shoots. Because after some difficult numbers in September and October, deep, deep declines in September and October in U.S. manufacturing, in November we had a sharp 1% increase in U.S. manufacturing output. And in December, while it wasn't as sharp an increase, only 0.2%, it was an increase that was widespread except for autos. Autos have had a difficult year, and they had a difficult December. Lots of reasons for that. Confusion about um, interest rates. Um, Uncertainty about uh, the economy itself has hurt autos. But if you took out autos out of the December report, manufacturing output, manufacturing output rose an even healthier 0.5%. So are we seeing some green shoots? Well, let's look a little bit at some divisions of manufacturing and then talk about the year 2019 as a whole and put that in perspective. One of the things that has been difficult in 2019 was machinery. And there's no surprise that machinery has output has been weak in this very weak capital spending environment. But while not strong, machinery output in November and December was at least flat. Perhaps we're seeing a bottom there. Non-metallic mineral products, which tend to trend with manufacturing as a whole, came up with a strong result in December, 2.3%. Primary metals grew 1.3%, although fabricated metal products, all of these going into a lot of manufacturing supply chains, fell by 0.2%. So maybe some sense of stabilization there. And the nice thing about doing a show with December data is that I can now talk about all of 2019. For all of 2019, annual growth in U.S. manufacturing output fell by two-tenths of a percent. That was the first decline since 2015, and it came off of 2% growth in 2017 and 2.3% growth in 2018. Now, the question is, what do have we really hit the bottom? Are there really green shoots? Well, you have to sort of dig a little to answer the questions that you want to answer. 
Let's first look at the Institute for Supply Management Purchasing Managers Index. Very valuable data. As I often tell people, the oldest survey indicator in the United States, going back to 1931. And it's between August and December, five months, it's been below the 50% threshold. Disturbing. 50% and above is the growth threshold for the Purchasing Managers Index. It means that if it's at 50% or above, it means that we're basically in a growth time, and we have growth ahead for U.S. manufacturing. Below 50% contraction. Well, five months in a row of the PMI being below 50% is not a good sign. So I think it's clear that Perhaps we have just a little more worrying to do in spite of some modestly uh, encouraging end-of-the-year industrial manufacturing production data. But, of course, we have to think about the global picture. One of the challenges that manufacturing had towards the end of 2018 and much of 2019 is that the global growth picture was slowing and was troubled. In fact, in 2018, global GDP growth was 3.6%, and for 2019, we don't have the full set of data, but it's estimated to be 2.9%. That's a big deceleration in growth. That is a significant deceleration in growth, and by itself, apart from trade wars or anything else, explains why manufacturing had such a rough year in 2019. The International Monetary Fund is predicting something of a bottom here. It's predicting that in 2020, we'll have 3.3% global GDP growth, and just a bit above that in 2021. That's not a huge recovery. It's not what we'd like to hear, but it certainly implies that perhaps we're at a bottom. Well, in the United, let's take a look at some of the key parts of the globe. Start with the United States. I have been giving talks and answering questions about recession fears in the United States. And back in October, when I spoke to a large industry group, in Chicago, I talked about the risk of recession being below 50%, but certainly elevated, roughly 45% or so. I'd say that recession risks in the United States, while still elevated, have pulled back considerably. The Federal Reserve did what it had to do in pulling in um, lowering interest rates and really sharply reversing uh, monetary policy. The trade situation is not over. Let's not assume that the signing of the phase one U.S.-China trade deal was the signing of the end of trade tensions. Not by any means, but at least for now, it calmed financial markets, and that will have growth implications, at least short term, for the United States. So, I agree with forecasters who talk about 
2020 being roughly a two percent growth year, not spectacular, but not a recession, and maybe even slower in 2021. The euro area, as it has been for a long time, has been difficult. Growth was 1.9 percent in 2018. Actually, not bad, showing some encouragement. Uh, I'm sorry, 1.9% in 2018, showing some encouragement for that area. It decelerated sharply to 1.2% in 2019. It's only expected to see a minor return to growth, in, uh, to better growth in 2020 and 2021. A lot of the trouble on the manufacturing side has been in Germany, the Eurozone's largest economy. And we'll do a segment at some point, either on this show or on Manufacturing Matters, on what's going on with the German manufacturing sector. That is worthy of an entire discussion. China's growth is more than anything what I want to put forward to the audience today. China has been decelerating, but it's not by only mean, by any means, the trade war by itself has been doing China's decelerating work for it. In the first place, Chinese growth has been slowing for more than a decade. Growth is now GDP growth in China is now estimated to be half of what it was a decade ago, and it's projected to continue to slow even though we're seeing something of a bottoming in key other key parts of the global economy. That tells you that China's deceleration in growth is really fundamental. There are financial concerns there. Poor credit quality, they came from using the financial system as a stimulant during the dark and difficult days of 2009. But also, China's demographics, and particularly its aging population, is amazingly, we never thought we heard that, starting to make labor more scarce there. Never thought you'd be talking about labor scarcities in China, but its rapidly aging picture, more rapidly than would normally be the case, for a large economy at its stage of development is starting to make the labor input into growth more difficult and more scarce than we have seen. So China's slowing and projected and is projected to continue slowing due to very fundamental factors other than the difficulties brought about by the very loud, very difficult trade war. So that's the global picture, folks. At best, you call it a bottoming, maybe a sluggish bottoming. That's the best news, unfortunately, I can bring to you. Let's look at one other variable, and that's the dollar. It is bad enough that global demand has been weak because, of course, U.S. manufacturing is, has been shelling, selling an increasing share of its output outside of U.S. borders. So global growth means a great deal to U.S. manufacturing performance. But the dollar is important as well. 
And since 2014, the broad nominal dollar, which is the value of the dollar against the package of both uh, of currencies in both developing and developed countries, has really been elevated. That means it costs more of foreign currency to buy a dollar and therefore buy U.S. goods, which means that even if you've done well, manufacturers out there, to keep your prices low, that dollar is making it more expensive in Japanese yen, in euros, or whatever, to buy American-produced, U.S.-produced manufactured goods. That's a frustrating headache in the middle of a lot of other frustrating headaches. All right, so what, what, what's, what's the outlook specifically? Well, what are the questions? In light of everything I just told you, what are the questions this year? Well, number one, will trade tensions persist? I, as I said, I don't think we've signed away trade tensions. Watch that very careful, carefully. Will U.S. capital spending remain weak? That's critical. Capital spending is a key source of U.S. manufacturing demand. Will the election in any way impact the capital spending outlook? Will that U.S. dollar trend downwards? It's come off a bit, a bit in the past few months. Still elevated, still a problem, but it has fallen just a bit in the past few months. The question I'm posing it is, is, is it going to fall more the better, if the U.S. economy is slower than we expect? The Federal Reserve maintains an easing bias. Will that dollar come further down? That would be a good development for U.S. manufacturers. In sum, and on the whole, manufacturing, the manufacturing recession in the United States looks like it's bottoming. But we still have a weak, likely a weak U.S. manufacturing growth for 2020, and the risks are still on the downside. That's the first segment, folks, of Cliff Notes on the global manufacturing picture. Every month, I'll be here with another Cliff Notes segment. Look for announcements about our new. Um, episodes of Manufacturing Matters with Cliff Waldman. I look forward to seeing you all um, throughout the year, hearing your input, and talking about the critical matters for U.S. manufacturing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.